1: Welcome to this Thursday episode of Live Mike. Friday Eve, as I like to call it. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is KSL News Radio. I went on my last first date in July of 2013. I ended up uh, marrying my companion on that last first date of mine, and uh, we since then have had uh, a wonderful time together. And so as the coronavirus has made itself, uh, you know, kind of an unwanted guest who has overstayed its welcome and impacted almost every facet of life, I, you know, in my circumstance, I have put no thought into dating. Now, I've I've heard it come up in conversations here and there, uh, but I haven't really paid it much mind. That was until just yesterday I was reading through uh, a piece of writing from a pair of PhDs at Southern Utah University, Alan Hamlin and Steve Barney. What they did was they uh, conducted a survey of sorts of over 900 students at Southern Utah University, and it was looking at uh, all facets of life and how uh, those lives of the students have been impacted by the coronavirus. They looked at academic, financial, social, emotional, physical lives. Uh, it was an exhaustive survey, and they gathered a lot of data, and they were able to uh, draw some conclusions. And uh, again, I th- this is all coming back to dating. I hadn't thought about that as a, as a real issue facing many folks only because of my own personal circumstances. And uh, one of the items contained within this report reads that the virus has also changed how these young adults socialize with friends, date, and even attend athletic and cultural events. And so I thought, oh my gosh, 900-some students uh, are having trouble with dating, or at least are feeling some anxiety uh, when it comes to dating. And that naturally led me to uh, the question of what is the experience Right now for folks, PBS NewsHour covered this question and they uh, spoke to a number of people asking them, what's it like these days?
0: Someone said to me, like, after the pandemic, I'd love to cook you some spicy food. And I was like, what a weird pickup line. are
2: trying to build that foundation without a lot of the same tools and interaction that you would normally have.
0: I had this grand idea that we'd be sending each other letters or, you know, something romantic. (laughs) We've gotten really good at both opening up uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime. And starting things at the same and then re syncing them as we go along.
1: Over my year here at KSL News Radio, hosting this program, uh, I have gotten to be uh, good friends, I would consider, with uh, Debbie Dejanovic. She joins us on the line now. Uh, Debbie, how are you?
0: Hi, Lee. I'm good, and I'm single. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, th- 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 thank you for throwing it out there i didn't know i was trying to think exactly how to introduce you uh <laughs> we, we, welcome to the program our resident dater debbie <laughs> well with, with that well, with that i think ver- it's
0: important to establish that because we don't want people our, our right. friends the show to think i'm married and it would not be odd for debbie to be on the air with lee talking about her <laughs> dating life so i am going on my fifth year as this other side of divorce, just so we're clear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry for that, but I'm, I'm grateful for your insight here on, on this topic here. Thanks. T- tell me tell me very generally, what has the experience been like for, uh, for yourself uh, dating in this COVID era?
0: Well, let me paint the picture for you, Lee, since you and Jessica have been together since 2013. Um, for me, uh, dating pre-pandemic as um, a 50-year-old woman was kind of like this. I felt like I was pushing water uphill uh, to meet the right man to date and and more than one date, Mm -hmm. but to date over time to see if we could, you know, move into a relationship. So it's like pushing water uphill. It's impossible. That was Mm -hmm. pre-COVID. Now that we're in COVID, think of me pushing water uphill every single day in need of a root canal. I mean, it's painful. It's impossible and painful.
1: Have you been on dates in the COVID era?
0: I have to some degree. uh, Socially distanced mostly. I went on the walk in the park with one man. I felt like I was strolling and he was fast walking so (laughs) I could tell it was the date to nowhere. Um, I've been patio dining um, early on and uh, then that Kind of leads to nowhere because, you know, I'm very cautious um, about being socially distanced and also wearing a mask and began to feel a little bit like I was um, maybe maximizing my risk to catch COVID when I really am in a mindset to minimize my risk to catch COVID. And early on, I was a mask wearer uh, in the pandemic uh, as early as March. So that sort of became an issue for me in my own head, and so I really backed away from um, being on, and for example, I was on an online dating site, and I just deleted it at the beginning of the summer because I realized I was just mentally working against myself uh, trying to date in a pandemic and meet people I didn't really know, and I didn't know what their standards were.
1: How, how do you how do you overcome that? Is there a conversation that happens at the onset where you kind of lay out your uh, okay, this thing is fake, or no, we ought to saran wrap ourselves head to toe? Uh, what uh, how do you how do you establish where each of you stand in terms of your approach to safeguarding yourself against the virus?
0: Yeah, I think it's a, just kind of a question and answer as you're you're talking. Um, if you're talking on the phone, you need to be asking those questions, and some sites at least the one I was on, would let you say if you were so wanted to date socially distanced or, or not. But even that became a challenge because, look, if you're in the dating world, you know that people lie about the littlest things, like their age <laughs> on a dating site. Um, and so when you see somebody saying they're willing to socially distance in real life, you know, that isn't always the case when you you know find out a little bit more information about how they think about the pandemic and the other issue that i stumbled upon lee early on even before the pandemic really hit utah hard but do you remember back in march when you and i and all of our entire team we were drinking news from a fire hose it was yeah. coming at us in just i mean uncontrollable amounts of news and i was exhausted every single day when i went home from work and this was in march when they started shutting down the economy and we didn't personally, we were worried for our own families. And then professionally, we were trying to absorb this new thing called COVID-19. And I was actually seeing a man back then. And it became very clear from a text I got from him about a day and a half into the craziness in March, that he had extreme issues with the media. Mm -hmm. And he was essentially texting me, um, you know, hi, how you doing? And I said, I'm exhausted. I this is just unbelievable how much news I'm just having to digest and information. And he immediately texted back and blamed the press, blamed the media. And as you know, I mean, at 53 years old, that means I've been a journalist for 34 years of my life. I'm not changing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be a journalist. And right then and there, Lee, I knew, I'm like, this relationship will go absolutely nowhere if you don't support me in my career Um, Today, let alone down the road, so it can actually. Well, might have actually. Maybe he did me a favor by disclosing his.
1: Maybe a dodge the bullet. Uh, Deputy Janovic, thank you so much for for opening up, uh, sharing your experience here with us. Uh, I, I very much. Uh, I'm grateful to you for that. i got to run, take a break right now. When we return, I'm going to open the phone lines up. I want to hear your experience. The number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Have you been active in the dating pool? I want to hear about your experiences. I want to hear about those very first interactions. What would have dates looked like? Call in. Share with us. 575-8255 is the number. Your calls next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio Demographics and sociology and human trends and uh, behavior and the choices we make and the circumstances which influence our choices, it's been a field of study that has always fascinated me. And I can remember early in the days of this uh, pandemic when we would have uh, various people on the program to talk about how uh, we might see a ripple effect uh, into the future stemming from stemming from this coronavirus uh, there was all sorts of speculation would we see would we see a a covid baby bump <laughs> who knows we, we might we very much might you know there's uh, uh some long stretches of time where folks have been uh there at home who knows what might result from that uh, and yet there are also arguments presented uh where the uh, the economics of this whole deal the fact that so many of us have, uh, you know, had to endure reduced hours, or lost jobs, or diminished salaries. That uh, those economic realities uh, influence, you know, our decision to to have children and move forward in life. Anyway, uh, this all surrounds, uh, this conversation revolves a- around uh, just a-, a question that I had after reading a study from Southern Utah University. The, a pair of PhDs there looked at the experience of students, 900 some odd students, and they discussed, the students did, uh, some very challenging realities, specifically when it comes to dating you heard just before the commercial break there uh, a great conversation an in-depth conversation with Debbie Dejanovic host of D2 in the mornings here on KSL News Radio and she re- revealed much of her experience dating throughout uh, this coronavirus how you do it how you do it safely uh, if it's even possible and uh, that leads me to ask you uh, the very same question have you over the span of the what last 7 or 8 months have you remained uh, an active dater I want to hear from you. I want to hear your story. I want to hear if you have learned anything, if you have uh, come up with a system to overcome any of the anxieties, uh, or are you maybe <laughs> uh, venturing into uh, Zoom dates? I've heard of those taking place. Uh, have any pen pals? How are you how are you maintaining your desire to be uh, you know active in the dating pool? 801-575-8255 is the number. 801 KSL Talk is the phone number. And if you're bashful, feel free to send a text message uh 857500 uh, is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Let me open up this page so I've got it right here in front of me and you and I can text back and forth. But I want to hear from you uh, more than anything. 801 575 8255. What has dating been like for you in the era of the coronavirus? Um let me draw now a bit more from this study, which was conducted by a pair of PhDs from Southern Utah University, Alan Hamlin and Steve Barney, very grateful to them for their work. They, they executed a survey, 64 questions, and in the survey world, that's a lot. Uh, they surveyed over 900 students at Southern U- Utah University, and what they found there was that as the virus has spread rapidly since last March, That uh, Well, one interesting anomaly uh, regarding Southern Utah University, colleges and universities around the country, what they have seen is uh, pretty much a decline. There has been a decline in uh, registration. There has been a decline in how many students are reporting for class. And for some reason, uh, Southern Utah University has not experienced that. In fact, uh, they claim to have an increase uh, of enrollment of 12 percent, 12 percent jump. In enrollment, and uh, that means, well, who knows what it means exactly? It's an anomaly. But what is not anomalous is the common view held by those 900 some odd students surveyed that this has, this coronavirus, has taken uh, an intense and dramatic uh, toll on their social lives. On their social lives, many students felt like uh, the canceling of live classes, together with the adoption of masks and distancing policies. Uh, it reduced their desire uh, to, to continue their education. Drawing from the article written by these two PhDs, Hamlin and Barney, the virus also changed how those young students socialize with their friends, how they date and even attend athletic and cultural ac- events i've been so caught up in uh, the data and uh, the numbers reported by the state each day, which uh, right now I should be receiving at any moment now that i haven't thought much i haven't thought much about the the social lives of uh, young adults i've thought much about the children the the high school elementary middle school age children i've thought much about their social development, but I have not thought uh, about say young professionals uh, still single in life. Uh, starting life out, looking for someone with whom to share their time and their excitements and their joys and their uh, and their lives. Well, dating is how that all gets kicked off. I can remember the joys I felt uh, dating my wife there at the in the very early days. 2013, I remember it. I, I called her on the phone and I said, hey, may I take you to dinner? And she accepted that invitation. And, well, uh, that set in motion a, a beautiful story, which uh, for me has resulted in a happy life and a beautiful young daughter. Well, there are those of you I know out there looking to uh, get the very same ball rolling. And how has the coronavirus changed that? I wonder about uh, the, the apps. You heard from Debbie when she was explaining her uh, experience and how the apps, uh, some of them have the ability to uh, like indicate your, uh, your, your belief and your adherence to COVID-19 guidelines or your willingness to, uh, to meet face-to-face. And what kind of breaks my heart, and I can only speculate here, but what breaks my heart as I speculate is that the cloud of the coronavirus must hang over every moment of those interactions. Let's say uh, you both swipe right and you end up uh, together. You're at a park or you are at a restaurant or something, and the entire time you are wondering... Uh, what uh, what does this person feel about the the coronavirus? Is this uh, experience safe for me? And with that cloud, I can't imagine that there's any uh, real genuine and pure bonding going on. It breaks my heart. Recently, uh, PBS Newshour they asked this question of a number of young people what, about their experience of dating. During the pandemic, here's some of those responses.
0: Someone said to me, like, after the pandemic, I'd love to cook you some spicy food. And I was like, what a weird pickup line.
1: You're trying to build that foundation without a
2: lot of the same tools and interaction that you would normally have.
0: I had this grand idea that we'd be sending each other letters or, you know, something romantic. (laughs) We've gotten really good at both opening up uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime and starting things at the same and then resyncing them as we go along.
1: We don't have many we don't have many examples in history to help us understand what this might do for uh, demographics here in the United States. But it will have to have an effect. There will be effect uh, on birth rates. There will be an effect on uh, marriage rates. There will be an effect on divorce rates. I hope I I hope that the effect is somehow a positive one. Unfortunately, I just can't imagine I just can't imagine how It might, it might be. You think back to, like, the Depression era and World War II, uh, there are some fascinating if, – if you're into, uh, like, studying demographics and sociology, it's absolutely fascinating to look at some of the effects that both the Depression and World War II had. Uh, it was a, a roller coaster, just an absolute roller coaster. Uh, in the lead-up to U.S. involvement in World War II, there was a giant spike uh, in, in marriages as uh, America's fighting uh, men were ready to deploy – uh, a rapid spike in marriages, when they returned, another rapid spike. And then, uh, for some unexplained reason, uh, there was uh, quite a dip in marriage rates and an uptick in divorce rates, it's something we didn't see until the baby boomers themselves uh, got to be of a of an older age in the early 2000s. Anyway, uh, i got to take a break right now. When we return, we're going to uh, look back on the topic of travel nursing and how nurses are here to help us from elsewhere here in Utah. Next up on Live Mike.